Welcome back for episode five. Um, We are in chapter five, studying sensation and perception. So to get started for this brief podcast, what I'd like for each of you to do is access the first item in this folder. It is titled, The Forest Has Eyes. Okay. And then go ahead and look a second time. So Beverly Doolittle is an incredibly famous artist who has a knack for hiding important material in plain sight. So see if you can count all of the different sets of faces or eyes possible in this artwork. Okay. Believe it or not, understanding something like the forest has eyes and how this works um, is a great example for sensation and perception. So let's get some brief definitions. First, all the time you are taking in sensory information with your nervous system, right? So everything you can see, hear, taste, touch, and smell. And then your brain is processing that information. So sensation is the process whereby your sensory receptors, such as the rods and cones in your eyes, detect physical stimuli like light waves in the photograph or in the piece of artwork (laughs) from the world around you and send that information to your brain. Once the information gets to your brain, perception is the brain's further processing um, of that sensory input into something meaningful, making sense of it. What's amazing to think about is that given more information about this artwork, you can look at the same sensory input a second time and pick out different information. So your brain, your perception is changing, your brain making sense of that information. Now you see maybe 10, maybe even 11 different sets of eyes and faces within this artwork. So you might be asking yourself, how does something like light waves, right? Um, The wavelength, the frequency, How does this information become something meaningful that our brains can actually interpret? Well, the key word here is transduction. So for every sense, not just vision, transduction is the process whereby sensory receptors, again, like rods and cones in the eyes, transform physical stimuli like light waves into signals that the brain can process. And this is amazing. All this information is really Um, transmitted quickly, again, via your nervous system, all those different parts of your brain and body working together to help you take in sensory information, process, and respond. So for example, take something like the fact that you're hearing my voice right now. All right, so sensory receptors, which are actually hair cells within your inner ear, will bend based on um, air pressure and other elements of sound waves. And the bending actually creates a signal that travels along your auditory nerve up to your brain. Um, Ultimately, sound signals and auditory information will pass from your thalamus into your auditory cortex to be processed. So um, for each of these senses, uh, the details vary. 
for how information gets from the sensory receptors to the brain. For everything except for smell, this information passes through the thalamus on its way to higher regions of the brain or the cortex. Smell is just so important that information passes directly from olfactory receptors into regions of your cortex, like the olfactory cortex, that help to process the smell. Smell, by the way, very incredible um, pieces of sensory information. They're really closely connected to memory. Um, for your purposes this week, you're actually just focusing in on the parts of this chapter that are about the difference between sensation and perception and then how they work together, the limits of our senses, and then the visual sense. If you think about it, humans, we really see our worlds. We rely mostly on this visual sense, whereas, for example, dogs smell their worlds. And you would see a very different brain set up um, to reflect that. So interesting to think about. Mm -hmm.